Now, fellas, now you know me. I'm a little different. I am a cold open guy. I like to just jump into the conversation. I like to raw dog it right out the pack. Whoa. <laughs> no intros. <laughs> And in no disrespect to any of my guys, I like the preamble. You know, that's 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 all the well. That's very good. I love it for you. But I am ready to go because this week is all about three words: beat Green Bay. He's he, I have he's amped. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready, Joe. You you hear me? You see me, right? I, I like I'm this ready. version of pay. I like this version of pay. <laughs> I'm ready. It, it yeah. is it is a it is war. And and then we gonna we gonna we gonna get it back in blood for you, Dave. I ain't like what they did to you last <laughs> week. We coming we coming back for it. We coming back for it. As usual, I'm joined by my brethren, my NFC North cohorts, coming out of coming out of Detroit, repping those Detroit Lions. I've got the Bleach the Speakers crew, June and Foster Child. What's up, gentlemen? What's happening, man? We raw dogging with you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> also, leading fans first sports networks Viking coverage. We have the venerable Dave. How's it going? Hey, still uh, pissed off at last week, and I want you to beat the holy, you know what's out mm. of that team from Wisconsin. <laughs> We're coming for it. We're coming for them. But we're going to get into this pseudo playoff game within the division just a little bit later. We have a schedule we have to keep with this show. And first things first, we do have to talk about last week. And it's it's probably going to be a little emotional. Um, Foster, we got to talk about this travesty that happened on Saturday. We have to talk about it. What happened against Dallas? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. I let me let me say this real quick, and then Foster, you can get right to it. Emotional would have been talking to Foster Saturday night or Sunday. I'm sure he's a lot better than than what he was. But go ahead, Foster. No, so um, I mean, I, I will say it was an exhausting. Well, it was an exhausting day. I went to see the Pistons win for the first time in thirty games. So that you know, and we actually did win. Um, and then the Lions game was the conclusion of the night. Um, and yeah, it was uh, yeah, very. It was very an emotion, very emotional game. Uh, the media coverage and all the scandals and um, all that have, have has been very exhausting. Um, and, and I feel the way Dan Campbell feels as far as, you know, we're moving on. We're using that to fuel our fire for the rest of the year. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're ready to move on from that. What happened, happened. Um, you know, we, we still definitely feel like there was a disservice done. I, did, I didn't look – I didn't continue to look into the explanations and what they said, pro, you know, post the whole situation, but – um, I'm just, you know, I'm just ready to, to move forward and, and, and not allowing, not allowing that to hold us back or something that we're going to come back on and say, well, Dallas had, if we had did this and, you know, if, if the refs had did this, this to us, you know, we, you know, we're, we're not in victim mode. We're in a, a mode of, um, cont- continuing to be the aggressors and, and, and building upon a playoff atmosphere and, and and 
using that as an experience to help us moving forward. Before I segue to you, June, I want to get I want to get our Vikings. I want to get our Vikings opinion about this. I know you saw it. You this was it was the only game on Saturday. I've got some thoughts, Dave, before you before I even plug mine. What did you think? I think Detroit got absolutely hosed, as they would say up north in Canada. It was a joke that linemen are brief to do that. They do that all the time. At least two co usually go up. One's going, I'm eligible, or and the other guy's going, he's the eligible one, and it's to deceive the defense. That's normal, normal play, normal game planning. We hear that Detroit even briefed the referee crew before the game that they planned on doing this, except for the white hat who failed to call the correct number because he saw number 70 coming in and 70 had been coming in all during a game rather than listening. Like I'm sure his wife complains he doesn't do. He went with what he saw and he screwed over Detroit. And I'm not just talking the lions. I'm talking all of Detroit. Why? If Detroit, if that was a successful play, which it should have been, Detroit wins the game. Then Detroit comes into week 18 and they're playing for possibly the number one seed in the NFC with the number one seed in the NFC. They have the opportunity to host every single game. And when you now have can go as high as two, right? But, minimum three seed, that means if you make it all the way to the NFC championship, you're going on the road. That is millions of dollars that could have gone into the local Detroit economy mm. that now goes off to Dallas or Philly or San Francisco or wherever it ends up. They didn't just screw the team with that bad call. They screwed the whole fan base and the whole city. And that, to me, is unacceptable. Plus, take on what happens now to their credibility that gambling is now legal in most states. And that's part of it. And you're like, whoa. And then you take the conspiracy theories of Goodell was sitting there up with Jerry Jones and all that other BS that goes along with it. And who gets screwed the most but the city of Detroit? That's coming from a Vikings fan. It should have never happened. The Lions should have won that game. That referee... And his crew, and he's been around a whole bunch of these controversial calls. And guess what? He's got your game pay. It's going to be interesting to see if anything happens. And from what I gather, nothing will. I mean, the referees, I heard it the way I heard it, blah, 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 blah. Right? Ask his wife. I'm sure she hears the same thing from him. But my feelings go out to the people of Detroit and the possible ramifications for losing that extra home game, which would have been a big one. 
Shout out to Dave for a great rant. That goes out to that that terrible umpire crew. That was a terrible call. It it it's every which way. Everything you said, Dave, is correct. They had Dave Campbell let them know, like, this is what we're gonna be running in this game. And they came in, they reported, they and he just still he still fumbled. But you know, I hate that for Detroit. They they get screwed by the by the refs all the time. June. This isn't the first time it happened. You know, it's always some funky ref stuff going on with you all <laughs> in, in big time games. Um, and I'm sure everyone felt how Dave Campbell, Dan Campbell said, I'm sorry, felt after the game. He was livid. Uh, how's the temperature? How, how's the fan temperature taking this? Well, first off, I was okay until I heard Dave a second ago. I was fine. Yeah. <laughs> I've been triggered. We were bamboozled. Run amok. Hoodwinked. Led astray. Hoodwinked. <laughs> I, I was good. I was good. I, I promise you, I had no issues with I was good. I was at peace with it. It is what it is. But I'm mad. But I think the the city as a whole very very disappointed and we and I can honestly say we feel like this is what happens to the Lions in big games. In big games and it's like the second time it's happened in a big game versus Dallas. Um so it's one of those things where it's like, why do they hate us? That's the atmosphere. Now, going into the game, me and me and Foster, if you watch our shows, we've always said like, we don't know we we don't know about winning in Dallas, you know. But so it hits kind of different when you actually do enough to win, and a call causes it not to happen like it is, you know? So we moved on from, from the actual call. Then we got upset about the decision that the coach made to continue to go for two. So, but you have to understand the ramifications. I think if that's a desperately needed win, Campbell kicks the, the, you know, the extra point, but no problem. But since it's one of those things where, you know, we're just going to take a chance and roll the dice. And if it, if it goes, it's, it's our year, you know? So I think if it was one of those games where you needed to win, he kicks the extra point. But what Dan Campbell was doing there was he's showing he has faith in his players, mm-hmm. right? If you're an offensive lineman, and you're out there, and the whole fiasco happens, right? Mm-hmm. And then Dan goes, which is probably the smart move, all right, we're going to kick it and uh, tie the ball game and then, you know, hope for a 50-50 coin flip to see who, you know, wins the game mm-hmm. in overtime. That would have probably been the conservative smart move, but it would have deflated the players on the field, especially the linemen, because they're like, what, he doesn't believe in us to get it in, even from the seven? Yeah. What he did was, I believe in you guys. Go get it. 
And it almost happened again. And that's, believe it or not, as a player myself, not at the NFL level, that's what you want. And that's going to take you a long way in these playoffs. At least it should, barring some bullshit play call where the flag goes the wrong way. But like I said, I, I feel sorry for the people in Detroit, the million, possible millions of dollars lost that could have gone to the restaurants and the bars, the merchandise sales and everything else that revolve around having a ginormous event in the city is now lost because an idiot in a white hat. <laughs> That's the worst type of idiot, though. Idiot in a white hat. Uh, yeah, it's uh, but it's nothing you can do now. I mean, the stone, the stones on Dan Campbell are should be. Thank you for pointing this out, June. It, it, he's got he's got some onions, and to have faith in golf is is uh, oh. is no short order, no short order. <laughs> All right, elsewhere in the division, Dave, you and your Vikings. <sighs> You all were fighting for your playoff lives Sunday nights, New Year's Eve, right before the ball dropped. It seemed something like something else dropped too. Tell mm-hmm. us about it. Well, we started Jared Hall, our fifth round rookie. He looked absolutely lost. And why? I have no idea. Versus Atlanta, he was dead on. Now he looked absolutely lost. We do not know why it was. He didn't seem prepared. He wasn't reading his reads properly. He wasn't seeing the open receivers, and there were open receivers. Our offensive line blocked like absolute garbage. But part of that's quarterback. Offensive line blocking and quarterback play are very much dependent on each other. If he's dropping back seven steps instead of five, that puts the marker for where the left tackle in particular is blocking, it moves that off, and Darius All had his worst game ever. And it just, one thing after another snowballed. At halftime, we brought in Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins is crazy. He's, like I've said before, a Brett Favre light. He's absolutely insane. He's entertaining as heck to watch play football because he'll gun it anywhere. But it, it wasn't enough. And we couldn't come back. And the Green Bay Packers, they had us figured out. We were depleted on defense. A lot of our starters were out. And they just put players into the empty zones. We'd put six guys on the line, then play zone afterwards on the back end. And they'd pick out the zones. And the professional quarterback, Jordan Love, had enough time to sit there and read where that was and see where those holes are that he knew his receivers were going to be into. And he just, he picked us apart that way. And that's what happens. We only had one pass rusher, Daniel Hunter. That was it. All our other edges are gone. They're injured. They're not playing. They're doing whatever. And we had, you know, backups on backups who can't do squat. We don't have any interior defensive line push. And so Daniil was doubled all day. The only time he got close is when he moved down the nose tackle over to center. That was amusing and fun to watch. 
but it was it was just a very bad day. It was it's the only game or second game this year that wasn't within one score. And we got we got beat. We got beat bad. And I apologize for it. We eliminated the Chicago Bears in the process. Didn't want to do that, but the only way the Chicago Bears would have stayed alive is if we had a tied. And I'd prefer to tie over a loss, but it was it was bad. There's I tell my friends, what's it like being a Vikings fan? My daughter is a, a dean at a high school down in New Mexico, and she goes, Dad, uh, some of the students came up and go, how is your dad still a Vikings fan? Why does he put up with all of that? And she shakes her head and just, ah, it's, he, it is what it is. It's in his blood. He puts up with all that disappointment and frustration. But it's, it's hard, but like I said, I tell my friends, if we go 2-15 and 15 on a season, there's two games I want to win every season. <laughs> and they are against Green Bay, who this week I'm wearing orange in solidarity because I want to see your team pay go up there oh, and whoop. Yeah. Some cheese butt. <laughs> Show your shirt again there, Paige. Big, big cheese greater energy coming coming out of this show today. I love it. All right, cheese Dave. Uh, we we don't hold it against you. We know we was asking for a lot to get and sneak it to the playoffs. Uh, things happen. You know what? Um, the way we started this season, what was it? 0-4? Well, oh no, zero and five. Eh, things happen. We we really shot ourselves in the foot in the first five weeks of the season, so it was no big deal. And the only one we started one and four. True, <laughs> true, true. But true. we led the division most after that. Once we got up to about five hundred. No, I shouldn't say we didn't lead the division. We were within range mm-hmm. of winning the division. Right. We were never in range of winning the division. However, it feels it feels like the show has turned on its axis over the last month and a half because it's again another Wednesday. I'm the only one that can celebrate a win. I I I, I did. We did have we had Atlanta come into town, and I told you all last week we're gonna win out. I, I had no we had no issues with Atlanta. I didn't think we would have any issues with Atlanta, and we beat them by twenty. I think that's our. That's our second largest win of the season. Again, Justin Fields, if if it wasn't for those two four touchdown passes, uh, four touchdown games that he had earlier in the season, this would have been his best game of his career. He was lights out. He didn't really make any any glaring issue, uh, mistakes other than a, a late game fumble, but the game was well out of hand by that time. We didn't even lose the fumble. Um, Khalil Herbert back-to-back 100-yard games. He scored a touchdown in two consecutive games. Uh, he's looking He's looking like the guy who, who made it, made Poe's decision to move on for David, David Montgomery. He's looking like that guy again after having some early season injury issues. Our running game is unstoppable. No one's stopping us from running the ball. Atlanta came into this game pretty high on defense. They were, 
They weren't allowing 200-yard passers in the last, what, four of the last five weeks. Um, they haven't let anybody run on them, really. And the Bears did whatever they wanted to do. Like, real easy. It wasn't even an issue. The only issue for the Bears is staying consistent. Um, we shall see how that goes. And if you ask me again, the Bears are pointing up, and that team we got to play this week, they're they're leveled out. Even I'm not even I'm I'm excusing what happened last week. I don't care. We got them right in our gun sights. We got something special for them. Um, but before we head head to our break, I, I do want to shout out the Bears for winning five consecutive road games. I mean five consecutive home games. I'm sorry. Club Dub is open for for the foreseeable future. And shout out to Detroit. You all, the Pistons, they finally got off the schneid, won a game. It's, I'm happy for them. I'm happy they, they had to come to the new year dragging that baggage with them. Excellent job. Excellent job. So on the other side of this break, let's talk about week 18. All right, let's start with Minnesota this this go round. Minnesota, you guys are playing the Detroit Lions once again, right? You were hoping to you were hoping this would be a, a game that had the division up for grabs. Didn't work out that way. Um sorry, 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 Dave. Those Detroit guys got you this time. But hey, the injury what? bug. Is what took mm-hmm. most of it, but yes. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. You guys are walking medical tents right now. Um, what can you? Look, what are you realistically looking forward to coming out of this game? Well, we do have a three percent chance to make the playoffs if all goes well, and that scenario is: first off, we beat Detroit. Secondly, Chicago Bears beat Green Bay. Arizona beats Seattle, and we get a, what is it, a Atlanta win against New Orleans, which I'd love to see, or a Carolina win against Tampa Bay. If all those things happen, we can make the playoffs. Do I want all those things to happen? I'm not rooting for my team to lose. Let me qualify that. I never do that. But... I do not see all those things happening. Now, what's going to happen is later today, and we're recording on Wednesday, one of my partners, Tyler Fornes, and I are going to talk about how the Vikings should approach this game. Today, they announced after questioning all week who's going to play start at quarterback, and it's going to be Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins, like I said before, is wild and entertaining to watch play football. He can put up over 400 yards. And also in the process, he can gift the ball at least four times while doing it. If he can stay turnover-free, which is a big, big ask, the Vikings can put up enough points possibly to outlast Detroit in Detroit. However, our defense hasn't gotten any healthier. 
And I worry that Brian Flores, who we were louding tremendously through the middle of the season as he was shutting teams down, quarter after quarter after quarter, 12 quarters in a row, something like that, was zero points scored. Well, he's been figured out. In the last three games, the Vikings have allowed 90 points to be scored on them. Can't win football games that way. Just can't. But like I said, there's a lot of injuries. Now, will the Vikings play players? See, the debate was, are they going to play to win? Or are they going to play to see what they have available, you know, going into next season? Let's bring in Anthony Carter, that undrafted rookie at Edge, to see what he's got. Can he play, as an example? We don't know. It looks like with the choice of Nick Mullins, they're going with their let's play to win. And that's what coaches and players would want. They want to have a chance. They still have that slight 3% chance to get in the playoffs. They're going to go for it. I wish him luck. I'm not going to root for him to lose. But if they do, I hope it's a great game. They put up, demonstrate a lot of stuff. We see a whole lot of stuff. They put up a lot of points. Only, you know, Detroit plays a little bit better to help secure our draft position. And we can go from one of the best teams in the NFC North to the basement of the NFC North. It's quite possible. If that's the case, puts us in position to possibly take our quarterback of the future, which I've talked about before, in the draft. But as of right now, we've got to play Detroit. In Detroit, They, we figure, as Vikings fans, they are pissed off. They're going to be motivated. There is no way Dan Campbell is going to rest people and settle for the number th- for the three seed because with a win, they have a chance at the second seed. They won't know until after the three o'clock games, but they still have a chance. So it's going to be a tough test for the what remains of the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday. Yeah, it's uh it's hard not to look into the future when you got this very minuscule chance of making the playoffs. Trust me, I know. Uh, but Detroit, B. Foster in June. So the game is at Ford Field. You guys are five and two at home this this year. Um, I don't think you all have the ability to move up in the uh, in the seedings. Well, stand, yeah, seeding, playoff seedings. Am I right? I think that if if the Cowboys lose to the Commanders, that could change something, which is pretty, which is fairly unlikely, even in Washington. I think that could help us. I I didn't really go through all of the uh, um, the scenarios and stuff like that, but um, I think there is some possibility for us to move up, but not. I don't think it's a high probability. There's a scenario where you could move into the number two seed, but it would take a Cowboys loss and I think an Eagles loss. Yeah, they both have to lose. Right. One of those is can happen. The Eagles don't look like they want to win games anymore. Yeah, Philly, yes. I think Philly Philly plays who? 
Philadelphia no, is playing they, they the New York Giants. To the, the Giants. Yeah. Yeah. Cardinals? Yeah, they did lose to the Cardinals. Cardinals beat them up, but you know what? We ain't gonna talk about yeah. that because I, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get upset as uh Paris Johnson looks like a, a future Hall of Famer out there on Sunday. Um all right, so for Detroit, what what are the keys uh that, that's gonna lead to this victory? In fact, outside of what are the keys, what does it lead to the victory? What are you looking to see from your team as a as a gear up for the playoffs? The first your first playoff berth in how many years? It ain't been that long since the playoff. Right? <laughs> yeah, it been, no, it, it, it's been long. it's it's it, that is some time, Jerry Joe. Come on now, that's some time. When the last time the Bears been in the playoffs? Four years ago. Yeah. It's, it's, well, it's a couple years that before that. I mean, it, what 2017? That was the last time the Bears were in the playoffs. Or is it 18? No, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about 18. I mean, you're not that far removed. Let's let's not get ahead of yourself with a few <laughs> wins at the end of the season. That doesn't mean being paid. You've been throwing little jabs. Let's get I'm, let's I'm, get. I'm, hold I'm on, feel- wait, 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 hold on. Let's put it all in perspective. Nobody has won a Super Bowl in this division since 1985. Relax. <laughs> yeah, that that was one team. One team that's won a division, won the Super Bowl in this in this division. Bears are propping us up. But again, not about the Bears right now. What can Detroit fans expect to see from their team as a tune-up for the playoffs? The most important thing, and then let's just to be honest, is to I don't like backpedaling into the playoffs. So you wanna you wanna win and you wanna be healthy. You don't want to lose any key players in this game. Um, I don't think with a win, it'll be enough to move up in the playoff rankings. I think we're locked at three as far as I'm concerned, in my opinion, because I don't see uh, I don't see Dallas losing to Washington and I don't see Philly losing to the Giants. It's just I don't see it, and especially with the way Philly has been playing like they need this game. They need that game. And Dallas, uh, Dallas is not gonna go into cruise control against Washington. So I think key thing is to play well, stay healthy, don't get hurt, no key injuries, just get through the game, but you don't want to backpedal into the game, into the to the playoffs. So would you be expecting to see your complete um, arsenal of, of starters. Let's not say starters. Let's say your stars. Would you expect to see them play a full game? I think that if there's an opportunity to pull them, uh, they will. But y- you play to win. Uh, any If any of the starters have the slightest nick or, or, or ailment, I don't think they're going to play. Let's say, let's say one of your one of our wide receivers have like a sore ankle. Probably won't play. We we do. <laughs> yeah. So probably won't play. Um, just to just to um, elaborate as far as the keys and stuff like that. Um, I definitely want to see 
I'm more concerned with the defensive aspect of it. I'm not really concerned with Jared Goff having two, you know, two shaky performances for the most part. Well, we haven't lost two games in a row all year. So pretty much we'll, you know, Goff might have a stinker, but he usually turns it around and and gives us a good performance on the second go. Um, And and as Dave said, the defense has struggled quite a bit as far as Minnesota. Um, You know, they gave about 100 plus yards to Aaron Jones and Jaden Reed as, you know, Michigan State receivers tend to do, you know, had a pretty good game. But, um, whoa, whoa. yeah, I'm, I'm more concerned with, hey, I had to get that off. I had to get, you know, you know, <laughs> congratulations to U of M. But anywho, um, but, yeah, we 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 have some defensive guys that are are, are getting healthy. Uh, but the likes of James Houston, Aline McNeil and uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. It sounded like C.J. was going to uh, make his uh, return this week. Um, and I think it's still up in the air as far as James Houston and um, Ali McNeil is concerned. But um, we have an interesting situation at, in the secondary. We got a lot of guys that are that are making plays right now. You know, if he's making, you know, if he had another interception last week, um, Branch has been playing well. Um, even uh, Kendall uh, Kendall Vildor, the guy that we picked up um, from the from the Bears uh, this year. I think he forced a fumble. I think he forced a fumble on uh, Lamb last week. So we got a lot of guys pl- playing well right now, and this will be an opportunity for them to play around with the rotations and um, possibly even you know look at um, if he playing some corner next week. Uh, this this week coming up, um, and I think the yeah the defense is is more of what I'm concerned about than whether you know whether or not the offense is going to be clicking on all cylinders because. Uh, we've been able to run the ball pretty much all year long, and and golf has has um, pitched some pretty good games throughout the year. Uh, and yeah, I just have I haven't seen him re, you know, duplicate two bad performances in a row. So I don't anticipate that that'll happen against Minnesota. He should have plenty of time to throw the football. We need that. He needs that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to try to do something real nice for Detroit this weekend. Um, I, I want I want you all to go ahead and win this game easily. No 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 injuries, nothing nothing no controversies coming out of this game. It'd be an easy win and that'll put that'll springboard the, uh, the Vikings into a better draft position and possibly ha- have a quarterback of your future fall into your lap at top 10 pick, right? that will be a top 10 pick. Um, we sit right now at, I think, 12, 12 or 13 right now. And we'll drop down to eight or nine, possibly, I think, 10-ish, somewhere. The reason I say we're going to do something nice for you, we want you all to slide into that second, second seed. We want to give you a mystery team to see in the first round because – that team that's currently sitting at seven, they're taking an L this weekend. <laughs> they are, they got nothing good coming. They're gonna get, they're gonna be down multiple scores come the fourth quarter. That is the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, they won at. Go ahead, Dave. Well, I'm about to say Detroit eliminated them last year. It's now the Bears' turn. We it's failed. It's our turn. It's the Bears' turn. It's our turn. You know what? I'm not one for karma. 
but I'm not one for like, you know, energy and spirits and all that stuff like that, but it, they got something coming. They got it coming. I'm tired of the yapping coming from, um, their, their team. This, this guy, Aaron Rodgers, he's put his foot in his mouth a lot this week. Um, he, he said, he said, I think it was yesterday. Uh, or was it today? On the Jets, the uh, the quarterback, the sideline, the quarterback on the sideline for the New York Jets. I think it. <laughs> I think he was doing his his daily Pat McAfee appearance, and he had something to say about this rivalry. He said, "If you lose nine straight, is it really a rivalry?" Let me tell you something. Ooh. Damn. Let me tell you Ouch. something. I want him to. I want him to stay in his uh, cloud filled closet. Business. Stay be, out of. Be, stay out be of. Nice, pay. Be nice. <laughs> be nice. I know I you want to say some things, pay. I do. I do. I do. I do want to take it. To, I want to take it to a, a a high level at that point too. But I want him to stay out of NFC North business. This is <laughs> this is. He has no. This is not for him anymore. He left. He went. To, he went to the uh, the land of. Overrated pizza and and skyscrapers. Stay Ooh. there. Stay there. Stay out of our business. This is between us, the land of the best pizza, and the and the and the city in Wisconsin, with all the cheese. We're gonna. We've got. We this season the Bears have excommunicated a lot of demons. We we broke a almost year long losing streak. We won two games in the division for the first time in years. It is time we break this long losing streak to the Packers. It is well beyond time. I said already, our arrow is pointing up. Theirs is point. Theirs is leveled out. I'm not gonna say they're pointing down, but theirs is leveled out. They are not a world beater. As of the since the week six, well, no, let me stick the back. Since week ten, the Bears have a top five defense. Our defense is one of the best playing right now. We take the ball away from you. We stop you from running the ball. You can't even get, you can't even throw the ball over our linebackers without having to think twice about it. TJ Edwards is a, he's a man amongst boys right now. Montez Sweat is looking like he's going to be one of the best defensive ends in the division. Just, and Kyler Gordon, Jaquan Brisker, uh, Jalen Johnson, even Tariq Stevenson, as for a rookie, he's coming along now. He's he's not being bullied over the last month and a half. Everything's pointing in our direction. And Justin Fields, this is his time. Justin Fields and all and all of the Justin Fields attractors. If there's going to be any punctuation put on this season, on his era as a Bears quarterback, it is right now. It is this game. There is no argument to be had about who you should draft, Caleb Williams or other. If Justin Fields goes out there and demolishes this team the way he should, he needs to be the best player on the field come Sunday. No questions about it. If he is, then that's my quarterback. Shout out to T.O. That's my quarterback if he goes out there and does what he's supposed to do. (laughs) This is his game to prove it. He's, you know, won a lot of games the second half of the season. And this one, you know, when they're, when the Bears, at least looking from afar, when the Bears are, Trying to decide, do they draft a quarterback or do they stick with Justin Fields? This is the one he needs to step up and put a stamp on it and say, no, this team's mine. Exactly. 
Exactly. No one game in the regular season is more important than, than the other. However, you do make statements, and there is no bigger statement to make. Right now, with your immediate future hanging in the balance, and this team that you've lost to your whole career and played terrible against your whole career, if you want to show, if you want to show and prove that hey, I am ready to take the next, I'm ready to take the next step. I'm ready to become a next level competitor at, in this league. It's now, now and never. You can't talk about you know, do we'll get them next time. There is no next time in their season. Take it from them. Show everybody that you're here to you're here to stay. All the all the talk that you had coming into the season about he's going to be a top ten quarterback. He's the best quarterback in the division. He's a superstar. He's a top. What was it? Top eighty five player coming into the season as as according to the uh, the NFL Network countdown. All of it needs to be. All of it needs to be uh, proven on Sunday. And I can't wait for him to do it. We'll be rooting for you. That's right. That's right. I need all of you all's energy. I don't know if you all are familiar with Dragon Ball Z, but I need all your spirit. We're going to put it. We're going to put it all into a giant energy ball. I'm going to hail it at Wisconsin, and we're going to end end them, end them for 2023. All those cow tippers, they got to go home. I'm Dave from Vikings First and Skull, and I endorse this message. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Thank you. Thank you. Love the orange. Got got to keep. You got to look good in orange, huh? Dave. You got to keep it. Gotta like keep I said. It. It was my dad's favorite team that led to a bunch of weekends where we had fun talking back and forth to each other. Excellent. Excellent. All right, fellas, let's, uh, let's start to wind down. Where can we catch the Bleachers to Speakers, June? You can catch Bleachers to Speakers on Motor City Metrics. That's the YouTube. You can also check, uh, subscribe to Bleachers to Speakers on YouTube. That's the new channel that me and Foster just started. Uh, you can check us out at all the podcast streaming uh, platforms, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, you name it. And you can catch us on there. Download the episodes. Check us out. We are with FFSN. So just type in uh, Bleachers to Speakers, FFSN, on any of those streaming sites, and you'll get us. I appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks a lot there. Dave, where can we get all the Vikings news and notes and content? Well, we reside over on Vikings First and Skull on YouTube. You can find us at Vikings First and Skull on your favorite podcast aggregator. We are part of Fans First Sports Network. And you can find us over at Fans First Sports Network on their website. You can find our written pieces and also other links to said shows. There as well, we've got some writers, including myself, that put up stuff almost daily. And we're here for the Vikings community. I call it Vikings land. And we're here to talk football, especially like today with the NFC North. Thanks a lot, Dave. And obviously, you know, you can catch the Bear Claw Pot. Anywhere you get your podcast, that's Pandora, Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, 
anywhere, even Google Podcasts, why they're still around. You can catch us all on any pl- uh, podcast path platform. We're also available on YouTube at the Bear Claw Pod. We're also available on TikTok at the same name, Facebook. Um, also on Instagram. Catch us all. We got all the fan engagement, the memes. We, we come become correct with the memes. Catch us for that, obviously. And all the breaking news, which we, we should have lots to do during the offseason. Make yourself at home, subscribe, download, share with a friend. Keep us around and do the same thing with Bleach the Speakers and First and Skull. You all know how we how we dismount. Dave, what did you got for us? Just Skull Vikings. Let's win this game. Bleach the Speakers. Foster June, what you got? Hey, I got a bear shirt on by accident, by the way. It just dawned on me. Says bears. Wait, hold on, Foster. Wait, time out, time out. You got what? It's a Lenore <laughs> Lenore Ryan bears, but it, it is a bear. That is a bear. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. That that that's plausible. Okay. <laughs> check check you quick there. I you mean, know, we can I, cheer, we, you know, you can cheer for them, but you don't wear the paraphernalia now. You don't Oh no, this this ain't this is red. This is red. Okay, okay, but, okay. Yeah. I'm just making sure it looks a little orange from over here. I just it Give does, us that spirit. Does. Come on, come on, come on, Foster. We need that spirit energy for the spirit of the we go unleash. Yeah, we need that. We need that. <laughs> we need we need everybody here to bear down. <laughs>